Blog Talk Radio. Hello, boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of World Championship Boxing. And we are looking at the Ring Magazine 2012 Awards and comparing them with our own. I'm joined again by my co-host, One Silva. What's up? Good evening, Logan. Yes, the Ring Magazine Awards came out this week, and they're very comparable to the awards we gave out at the end of the year. Um, I'm going to run down. There were seven awards, seven major awards, and out of the seven, four were in accordance with what we picked. And three were not, but of the three that were not, the three that we picked were close runner-up. So it was very comparable, and um, we'll begin with the main award, the, the biggest award, which is the Fighter of the Year. Now, quickly, let me go over the Ring Magazine Awards. The Ring Magazine Awards awards are equivalent to the wrestling fans to the wrestling observer awards where they're they're the highest rate awards for the sport of boxing just like the wrestling observer awards are the highest rated awards in pro wrestling okay so let's let's start from the top then all right we go to the very top the very big the, the biggest award the ring magazine fighter of the year for 2012 was the same guy that we chose as the fighter of the year, one Manuel Marquez. And he sets the record, Logan, as at the age of 39, he becomes the oldest man ever to be the fighter of the year. Oh, that's, that's amazing. The, pre- now- the, the, previous, the previous record was Muhammad Ali at the age of 36. Well, I'm surprised um, Hopkins never won that. Oh, you know what? Hopkins is 36 also. So, you know what? Hopkins, Muhammad Ali, and Glenn Johnson were all 36 when they won Fighter of the Year. Fighter of the year. So, Marquez shattered their record by winning it at the age of 39. Okay. So, uh, now, we, we that's like who we chose. Uh, but, uh, and who was their, like, runner-up? Was it our runner-up as well? Our runner-up was Nonita Donaire. Their runner-up was Nonita Donaire. Okay. Well, I mean, I can't really argue with it. I mean, it's uh You kind cannot of... argue with the fact that Juan Manuel Marquez was the fighter of the year. He knocked out a man who, who, uh, who you had many boxing writers and so-called experts claim that he was indestructible. He wasn't indestructible because he was put to sleep by what many are called the perfect right cross. Yeah, indeed. Uh, now, I mean, maybe uh, we're – it's kind of like when Holyfield beat Mike Tyson, you know. It was like it wasn't so much that Holyfield beat him, but it was that Mike Tyson won as, wasn't as good as we thought. I mean, do you think that's the case with Pacquiao? No, no, no. no. Mike, Mike Tyson was not the same fighter he was in the 1980s. In the late 1980s, Mike Tyson was a beast. But by the time he fought, he ran the Holyfield, even though Mike was only 31, 32 at the time. The, the the years away from boxing in prison and not being hungry anymore affected his style. So by the time he fought Holyfield, he was primed for the upset. Yeah. Uh, Pacquiao, but, you know, Pacquiao fought a lot of stiffs in the last six, seven years. He fought a lot of old men, fighters that were great at one time, like Shane Mosley, Oscar De La Hoya, who were very long in the tooth. And, you know, it, I mean... Pacquiao, and to an extent, most great fighters are overrated. Pacquiao was over; his victories were overrated because he fought a bunch of old men. 
Pacquiao's an all-time great first battle Hall of Famer, no question about it. But he was put on a pedestal. He was put on a pedestal the last few years, Logan, that was only reserved for guys like Joe Lewis, Muhammad Ali, George Foreman, etc. Manny Pacquiao is, has never been a fighter on that level, in my opinion. And you would have never seen any of those guys put to sleep like he was uh, a month and a half ago. Yeah. Oh, well, you just see you just see what Marquez. But I mean, you have to argue that the Marquez that faced Mayweather was also a different Marquez. And, uh, it doesn't matter who Marquez is a bad matchup. Mayweather is a bad matchup for Marquez. May, Marquez can never be Mayweather. Mayweather is too quick, too slick defensively. Marquez is a guy like Pacquiao is tailor made for Marquez because Pacquiao comes at you, and Pacquiao. I mean, Marquez is the ultimate counterpuncher. One of the greatest counterpunches in the history of boxing, no doubt. But the thing is, Floyd makes you wait. Floyd comes to you, and Pacquiao, I mean, Marquez is too slow for Floyd, as proven in the one time they fought. No matter when, no matter how many times they fight, if they fought 100 times, Marquez might win two rounds in those 100 fights. Yeah. So uh, where is, um, who is uh, the third tier down? Was it the same as ours, pretty much? Um, our third guy was Carl Frotch. Carl Frotch is not on, on this list, which is a huge error. And one thing, I don't know what the Ring Magazine writers and uh, voters were smoking. They had Adrian uh, Broner third. No way. Broner did not have, Carl Frotch destroyed Lucian Boutte. Broner did not beat anybody that good. Now, let's get on to the, go ahead. Who did Broner beat that they think made him there? I mean, Broner beat Antonio DeMarco, who was the best lightweight in the world before um, Broner beat him. But oh, DeMarco right. is, is not on the level of a Lucien Boutte. Lucien Boutte was undefeated, and many had thought was the only guy that could give Andre Water a run for his money. Carl Froch easily corrected that and showed that he was a superior fighter. Of all these guys on this list, the only guy that had a bigger marquee win than one Manuel, um, then, then um, Carl Frost was one Manuel Marquez. Now let's get go. to the fight of the year, which once again in agreement with us, our fight of the year was the Marquez Pacquiao four. Same thing as the Ring Magazine. Ring Magazine voted their fight of the year, one Manuel Marquez versus Manny Pacquiao four. Okay. And this was a runaway winner. There was, I mean, there was a lot of great fights. 2012 was a banner year for boxing. There was so many great fights because we did so many um, recap shows. We did more recap shows this year, Logan, than any other year before because of the great fights on Showtime and HBO and pay-per-view. Yeah. Marquez Pacquiao won on a landslide, and deservedly so. Of the four fights, this was their best fight. Yeah, and that's not, you don't usually get that uh, for the fourth fight. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a, a great fight to watch. Uh, and, and you know, I mean, as much as you want to say, Pacquiao, I think he he tried in that fight. I mean, it, it wasn't like he didn't come to fight. He was winning on all three scorecards. He was winning on my scorecard. He just, yeah. Pacquiao just, he, ran, he didn't walk into a right cross. He ran into that right cross. And yeah. um, I think a lot had to do with, you know, they give you a at the 10-second mark of the 10 seconds left in the round, 
they, they, they give you the 10-second warning. And a lot of times, fighters relax when they do that. And right. also, Marquez was hurt at the time. Pacquiao relaxed a little bit and came in face first. Got caught with a perfect right cross. God damn it. So, okay, so what, what did they say about the uh, runner-up to that? All right. All the runner-ups were the same fights that we said were runner-ups. Once again, in agreement. Orlando Solito, Juan Manuel Lopez 2, was the runner-up. So was Brandon Rios versus Mike Alvarado, a great, great war. These fights in any other year, Logan, would have been a fight of the year. Brian Valoria versus Hernan Marquez, another fight we covered, another great war. And finally, one of the most brutal welterweight fights of all time, Robert Guerrero versus Andre Berto, a fight where both men's face looked like they were hit with baseball bats when it was over. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay, so uh, let's go to the next category. The knockout of the year. Logan, what was the knockout of the year? You don't even have to you don't have to venture up to the yeah. guess. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> One man well Marquez swept all the awards, man. He's phenomenal just had a great, great, great year. The knockout of the year, one of the greatest knockouts in the history of boxing. Period. Just perfect. I mean, it was like wow. He struck out Babe Ruth. He knocked out Manny Pacquiao with a perfect right cross. And when you look at the picture in the ring magazine, whoever photographed this picture captured the entire right. You see Manny running into it and the right hand landing and his face contorting. Yeah, and you see uh, Juan Manuel Marquez coming in his pants right after he uh, does it. It, It was like, I think he wanted that more than he wanted to bust a nut, dude. You know. You know what? After, that, that night after the fight in his hotel room, he probably told his wife, "Look, let's just put this knockout while I fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Um, <laughs> all right, so let's go to the runner. Okay, Danny Garcia's knockout of Eric Morales, a great, right. a spectacular left hook. Eric Morales almost contorted through the ropes. He was out before he landed when he fell on the seat. And Carl Frosch, Lucian Butte. I mean, he just batted this dude. I mean, he batted Butte from pillar to post. And Butte was a huge favorite going into this fight. Carl Frosch had come off the loss to Andre Ward the year before. Carl Frosch, in my opinion, the second most impressive performance in two, 2012 the first being the one Manuel Marquez knockout of Manny Pacquiao. Now, we go on to the next award, the round of the year. The first award that was not in agreement with us, it was a great round, but it was a one-sided round. I didn't consider, To me, a round of the year, Logan, is a, a round where both fighters go toe-to-toe and give as good as they get. This round was a total, I mean, it was, I mean, the guy was way ahead, and he almost got knocked out, and so there was a lot of drama involved. But I can't call this the round of the year. But the Ring Magazine round of the year goes to round 12 of the Sergio Martinez-Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. fight. Yes. That was quite a fight. Um, and quite a round. Um, and it, uh, I mean, you know, it's uh, you got to give it to... Uh, to Junior, I mean, you know, he's, he, he, he didn't. He, you know, I got to give Junior credit. He was taking us uh, shellacking, 
And in the 12th round, out of desperation, he dropped Martinez, and Martinez barely held on. It would have been a crime had Martinez lost this fight because he had won every round. He beat the shit out of Chavez Jr. Well, didn't that uh, did that now that set up a rematch, right? The, the, uh, the rematch hasn't been signed. I don't really think Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. wants anything to do with Martinez because he'll never get that opportunity again to knock Martinez out. They fight again, Martinez is going to knock Cesar Chavez Jr. out. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I, yeah, it'd probably be an easy fight, but they're probably, the, you, what do you think the likelihood of, of that fight is? I mean, given the money value, it, it might be there. They, they they should have signed it already. They haven't even signed because Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., Sergio is willing to do the fight. Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. wants to fight other people, get a couple of tune-ups. That fight's not going to happen. Right, right, yeah. All right, well, let's uh, go on to, uh, we'll talk about some uh, runner-ups for that. All right. Uh, one, once again, in agreement with us, one of the runner-ups was one of our runner-ups, round five of Pacquiao, uh, Pacquiao Marquez four. Absolutely. All right. Tremendous, tremendous round. A round five of Brian Valor, Hernan Marquez, another runner-up. And a runner-up that we said was the round of the year, round eight of Orlando Salido versus Juan Manuel Lopez. One of the greatest rounds in February history. This round was better than the round that 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 um Ring Magazine awarded the the Martinez Chavez Jr. fight. But I understand why they awarded the fight because the guy was desperate and almost pulled up, pulled a, a miracle out of his hat, a rabbit out of his hat. There you go. I could, I could only give that award to you if if, if he would have stopped him. The guy spied. But I understand there was a lot of drama involved. Twelfth and final round. We go to the next major award, on another award that's not in agreement with us. And you know what? I can't argue with this. Sonny Boy Jaro, this is now. Sonny Boy Jaro won the Flyweight Championship by knocking out, and, you know, it's hard to say. I never could say this guy's name, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Tom Seclec was a Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Um, uh, one of the greatest fighters ever out of the, the island. He had only lost one time in the last 16 years. And he had held the flyweight title for many, many years. He was the reigning champion. And shockingly, he was defeated by Sonny Boy Jaro, another Filipino fighter. There's a lot of great Filipino fighters out there today, more than ever. And this was a huge, huge upset, and it was the Ring Magazine upset of the year. It was such, it was such a huge blow to Wajakam that he announced his retirement after getting stopped. He got knocked out in the sixth round. There you go. Now, the runner-up was our choice. Jose Cito Lopez's KO of Victor Ortiz. Not only did he stop Ortiz, he made him quit. He broke his fucking jaw. Yeah. That was, uh, he nailed him. I mean... <laughs> and, and I mean now, and and he's not really that great of a fighter, right? I mean, in your in your Jose Cito Lopez is a journeyman. Like I told you before, he he was he's like a he's like a, a what you call it a job a, a boxing jobber, as you can <laughs> see in the fight against Canelo Flores. He took a beating. Yep. Uh, 
And um, I, I wonder what's next for him, given this win. I mean, he probably, I guess, he, you think he's going to fight uh, Canelo You again? know what? Both of these guys are not that good. Ortiz has never been that good. He's a he, he's got a great punch, but he's got no defense. They'll probably have to be match sometime this year, sometime this year, so Ortiz can get his win back. Okay. So you think now he will? Going, I, yeah, you know, Lopez is not that good. He was losing on the scorecards when he broke uh, Ortiz's jaw. Yeah. Good point. Now the next right. major award is another award that we were in a total agreement with. Ring Magazine's Comeback Fighter of the Year is the same as our Comeback Fighter of the Year, Danny Jacobs. Danny Jacobs was, uh, two years ago, Logan, Danny Jacobs was diagnosed with cancer in March of 2011, and he was paralyzed for a short time. He came back to have two fights last both Both where I was in attendance at, in, in Brooklyn's Barclays Center, and in Madison Square Garden, he fought too stiff. But the fact that this man could come back all the way back and actually climb back in the ring and look as great as ever, run away with it, come back fighter of the year. Yep. I mean, you, you can't you can't exceed that. But go ahead. Go to the next one, uh, the next cat. I mean, the, uh, the runners-up to those. All right. The same runner-up that we had, Alfredo Angulo who had got knocked out a year ago to uh, James Kirkland, got knocked out by James Kirkland, then was put in a detention camp for seven months for, for what they what they deemed illegal immigration. Finally was released and had two wins at the, at the end of, the, uh, of last year. And then the second runner-up, Carl Frost, who after losing to Andre Ward convincingly came back and knocked out what many considered the only guy that had a chance against Andre Ward, Lucian Butte, and he gave Butte a beating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's in pretty much an agreement, um, more or less, with what we got. Yeah, we did same, you know. So that, and in the final category, the event of the year. Our event of the year was the Pacquiao Marquez four fight. That Ring Magazine. Shockingly, and I don't understand why, but you know what? It's their awards. Their event of the year was September 15th in Las Vegas. And I understand why they did that. That was the night, Logan, where Showtime had a, a free card and HBO pay-per-view had a pay-per-view. The pay-per-view was the Sergio Martinez-Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. fight. And the Showtime card featured Canelo Alvarez beating the shit out of Jose Cito Lopez. And and what, which one did they choose? Say it again? Which one was the, their choice? The, that night, because both fight, both fight cards were held in Las Vegas. Yeah, I know, but which one was the, the one that was chosen? The the entire night, September 15th in Las Vegas. So they chose, they chose, they, they, they chose both cards in the city of Las Vegas. Because there were two big events, two boxing events have been held in two different arenas in the same city. And you know what? The total attendance for those two cards combined, 33,000. Wow. Both both arenas were packed, were were sold out. 
Yeah, I mean, you got to say, man, boxing, it really got hot this year, this past year, you know? Hey, it came back, it it it, 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 um, it returned to network television. You had many, 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 many great fights. Yes, it's back. It's back in, it's back in, and it's big again, and it's only going to get bigger. You know, Dave Meltzer in The Observer back in October did a, uh, did a, did a Google survey, and in the survey, it showed how more people were interested in boxing than UFC and wrestling combined. And this was back in October before the boom actually happened. Boxing is back, is having a boom period now. Sort of like wrestling did during the Monday Night Wars. Sort of like UFC did after the the, the uh, Tito Ortiz, Chuck, uh, Chuck Liddell match. No, Tito Ortiz, Ken Shamrock matches. And, uh, do you, I mean, who do you attribute that to most, the most? I mean, or is it just boxing in general, I guess? Because, I mean, there's so many people. Like, it's not Also, really... Logan, that night, not only the 33,000 people combined attend those two cards, but the total gate for both both fights put together, a little bit less than $5 million. Wow. So, I mean, but when you, when you look at um, some of the – the the fighters that made it, you know what it is. It, it's not. You would think that it would be like Pacquiao and Mayweather, but they weren't really the reason. No, it. Pacquiao. Yeah. Pacquiao lost both of his fights, even though one was controversial. Mayweather only fought one time, and he showed slippage in that fight, getting hurt and hit several times by Miguel Cotto, and it had a bloody lip. So no, it's not those two guys. It was Juan Manuel Marcus's great journey. It was the emergence of Adrian Broner. It was Canelo Alvarez becoming the most popular Latin fighter since Oscar De La Hoya. Those are, were the contributing factors to boxing's reemergence. But where do you think Alvarez is in relation to the all-time greats, though? He's not. Uh, he's nowhere near there yet. He has yet to be tested. Right. So I mean, is he going to fight Mayweather? I mean, who's he going to fight? It next? looks like that. It looks like they both are going to fight on the same card in May, and then in September they will fight each other. That's that, that's the plan right now. In May, Canelo Alvarez is um who who either Canelo's going to fight Miguel Cotto or Austin Trout. It looks like it's going to be Miguel Cotto. So once again, he will not be tested because he's going to beat the shit out of a of out of a washed up Cotto. Mayweather's yeah, he going to fight. Mayweather's going to fight Robert Guerrero. That's if what he be fought Trout, he, he might lose to Trout. I don't think he's fighting Trout. I think he's fighting Cotto. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, if he were to have... I think Trout is too too dangerous of a fight for him at this point in time if he wants that Mayweather fight. Because he loses to Trout, he's not getting that Mayweather fight. Absolutely not, yeah. So, so I'm thinking he fights Miguel Cotto. Golden Boy goes to state route. And then in September that finally the fight will happen between Canelo Alvarez and Floyd Mayweather Jr. Now, was there any, um, like, worst of the year type shit going on with... You know what? Let me keep keep going. Let me keep going. They have, like, miscellaneous awards. They got a page full of those. So let let me run down some of these real quick. All right? Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Ba, ba, ba. No, no. 
The Bobby Chaz disappearing announcer award. Antonio Tarver. <laughs> what happened there? Antonio Tarver had criticized, had been a huge critic of, 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 of people, of athletes using steroids. In a fight last spring against Latif Coyote, he tested positive for steroids. Immediately after, Showtime suspended him, and he has not been seen since. Because he's a hypocrite. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, the Archie Moore Old Man River rocking chair, Bernard Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the guy. Eh? You know, it's too bad. After he did, you know, he, you know, whatever happened to uh, Pascal? I mean, where's where's Pascal? Oh, Pascal is going to fight Chad Dawson this year. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you think is going to happen there? Um, I think Dawson beats a Pascal this time. Right, right. Well, uh, that's that's interesting. Uh, just, I mean, because I just remember Hopkins like a year before. I mean, looking pretty good. Uh, and, and now he's got. Oh, the and Bernard team. Hopkins, I will be going to this fight, Logan, in April. In Brooklyn, fights Tavares Cloud, uh, the the the. the IBF light heavyweight champion. Oh, okay. That's, you think he'll win? I don't think Hopkins is winning that fight. Cloud is too young and too strong. Bernard yeah. Bernard's not at that level anymore. He could take a he could take a severe beating if he's not careful. Indeed, he could. Um, well, I mean, it's a, I guess a, he's he's not taking the advice that a lot of people are giving him to retire and. He's got, and you know what, Bernard is one of the most frugal fighters in the history of boxing. He still has the first dollar he made in the ring. Motherfucker is rich beyond, beyond, beyond anybody's means. I mean, he's a vice president with the boy promotions. He's been married to the same woman since he came out of prison. I mean, he, I mean, they, they've never caught him doing anything illegal. I mean, he did go to jail seven and a half years for uh, for, for armed robbery, but since coming out of prison, he's been a model citizen. He's never been caught cheating on his wife. He's never had any children out of wedlock. All his children are by his, by his wife. All his money is tied up with him, and yet he still fights. Yep, there you go. He's going to be 48 years old. Come on. I mean, he just turned 48. Come on, Bernard. Is, All right. is, pa- is Pacquiao going to retire? No, Pacquiao, Pacquiao's looking to fight his old country a tune-up fight before fighting um, Marquez a possible fifth time in November. Jesus. Well, I mean, how many, how many fights is the most that two people have ever fought? Is it is it five? I mean, that must be one of the, um, the high numbers. Sugar Ray Robinson and Jake Lamont, I believe, fought six times. The sixth fight was the one we, we talked about on the Greatest right. Fight Series. Wow. Mm. Well, uh We'll see. Maybe they'll maybe they'll do that. <laughs> All right, real but, quickly, let me let me go through another couple of these uh, funny awards. The Joe Lewis, I don't know when to quit award. Eric Morales. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the ring, indeed. The rings, the ring magazine can't buy a win. Lucky Horseshoe, Freddie Roach, who's on a losing streak with all his fighters. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean... Roberto Duran was once put to sleep by a phenomenal Tommy Hearns right cross. So because of that, they go to Roberto Duran out on my face 
Jason Cavett's Lobster Dib Award goes to Manny Pacquiao. Wow. I, I can see that. I mean, who 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 got it last year? It must have been uh, who got no, it last see, year. They change up. They change up these awards. They change oh, up these awards. I Let see. me see. Let me see. Pop 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 pop. Pop, 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 pop. Let me see. The Evander Holyfield never an adult fight award. This isn't a funny award, but it, it's a true. Miguel Cotto, he's never in a bad fight. That's true. I mean, you got to give it to him. Okay, and the final one, the bronze jackass for poor sportsmanship. Pacquiao's advisor, Michael Conch, and um, his uh, Pacquiao friend, Blue Boy Fernandez, the fat guy that always does, he's like Pacquiao's um, um, runner. He does everything for Pacquiao. Mm-hmm. Well, what did they do? They attacked the photographer who was taking the Pacquiao sleeping on the canvas after he got knocked out. <laughs> <What>? ha, ha, <laughs> ha, ha. I mean, they physically? Yes, they physically attacked, they tried to take his camera away. <laughs> Wow, man, that's 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 ridiculous. Well, that's right anyway, there, that's right up there with a Riddick Bowe security guard hitting um Andrew Gallardo over the head with a fucking walkie-talkie. Oh, that was great, yeah. <laughs> he deserved it too, man. But let that that he deserved. But let's talk about now. Because we're going to come back on Sunday and talk to three more uh, classic fights. So why don't you just run down with those? Oh, man, these are three phenomenal fights. Um, From 1959 or 58, I forgot, the very first the very first Gene Fulmer Carmen Basio fight, uh, Gene Fulmer just showed his greatness in that fight, and that was the fight of the year for that year. Then um, we'll, be talking, we'll be talking about the... The very first Manny Pacquiao won my well market fight. And um, I'm trying to remember what the third fight was. Oh, the second Mickey Ward Arturo Gardi fight from 2002. Those will be the three fights we discussed Sunday night on the program. Okay, man. Thanks again for uh, coming on, and we'll talk to you on Sunday. Hey, hey, and, I, and I'm looking forward to you guys doing that. Um, that uh, Blues Brothers show. I hope you guys get it off the ground, man. I was looking forward to hearing it, but I guess Block Talk fucked you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some problem with Skype and Block Talk. I'm going to sort it out this weekend and see what's going on. But uh, we'll definitely get that show up sooner than later. And, uh, yeah, and, and Sunday night, uh, Sunday evening, we'll be talking uh, some more boxing. So uh, looking forward to it, man. See you soon. Talk to you All soon. Right, see you Sunday night, man. Logan. Peace.